You got bills. Big bills. In fact, you're in debt up to your eyeballs. Eyeballs. Well, hang on to your wallet because this radio station is going to pay those bills. Cash you out. No matter how much money you owe, we'll take care of it. Just keep listening. And when you hear this sound, be the seventh caller on the listener line and we'll pay your bills. Winner's debts will be paid in full by this radio station. Winner will then owe this radio station the full sum of those debts subject to the low daily interest rate of 37%. Said sum will be collected by station representative Joe the Knife Kuzmina. Winner is obligated to pay and or pony up or risk having both their knees broken with a baseball bat. Continued non-payment will result in winner sleeping with the fishes. Employees of this radio station and their families are not eligible to have their debts paid, their knees broken, or sleep with the fishes unless they do so on their own time. Cash yourself out. Keep listening to win. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Okay. It's Britney Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. Let's all give Dr. Laura a call and ask her what she knows about her mother at all. On who knocked her off about a month ago. Laura's mother should know. Struck on the head, opened the door and looked on the floor. It's Dr. Laura's mom, but she ain't anymore. Been rotting so long, it's best to hold your nose. Laura's mother should know. Laura's mother should know. Dr. Laura, you're so wonderful. I'm sure your mother's in the arms of the Lord. I'm fat. Dr. Laura, I just want to thank you for your guidance on child abuse. My mother's resting comfortably in compost now. Sanctimonious skank, sourpuss right wing, radio hole. That Dr. Laura's mindless minions adore. Psycho bitch never belong on the radio. Laura's mother should know. WWNN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a real hellhole of a swamp. Brought to you by a retirement community three counties wide with 140 voters who continue to vote red. And the red is really starting the show. They put the red in red because they're so red we now have an authoritarian government in this state. Oh, oh, boy, I got, I'm off and running right now. Uh, I'm going to clear a couple things up. First, uh, last week's show with the instrumentals. Uh, yes, I did overlook a few. Some of them I didn't have time for. Some of them I didn't want to mention. And uh, the other ones uh, weren't really instrumentals. So uh, we'll do kind of a, like a half of a fraction of a part two on uh, the second half of this show for the ones I did overlook, which deserve to be listened to. And I, I had a nice response on that, and I thank everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I'd like to play more music on this show, but then it'll be just a music show, and there's lots of those. But the things that are going on down here. Yeah, Florida, man. Listen, for the longest time, I tried not to be local on the show or even state local on this show because it goes all over the world. And now that the world knows what a shithole of a state Florida is, uh, we're uh, all over the national news, uh, internationally too. People watch to see how embarrassing we are. I'm telling you, it's just the legislative session is over. And, uh, well, there's still some bills up. Uh, being heard and in committee, but for the most part, the ones they wanted passed got passed. Now, I already talked about the one where you can take a monster truck and run over children and say they were protesting, which is exactly what's going to happen. Or if you see a black person on the road, you could run them over with your pick em up truck with the trash on the dashboard. And you'll say, I, th- I thought they were protesting. I felt threatened. And it turns out that they have total immunity. 
total immunity in this state. I think the death sentence ought to include that on the uh, travel brochures for tourists when they come down here. You know, you could see pink flamingos and run people over in Florida. I mean, it's beyond imagination that the cruelty, the the meanness, the, the sheer evil of putting something like that into a draft of legislation. And, and I think, because we're not the only state, I think they were drafted at the American Legislative Exchange Council, which is a, a right-wing outfit, and that's what they do. They, they draft and process and send out all at once to different states, to different legislatures, uh, just hate bills. I mean, that's where the anti-trans youth bills came from. Uh, actually, that probably came from Liberty Council. They they hate transgenders out of Orlando. And they're very uh, Christ-like there. Matt Staver, he's closer to God than you. But to put that in a bill, that, yeah, run people over, you'll be fine. Total immunity if you run people. If for any reason you feel threatened by somebody protesting, go ahead, run them over with your car. You're covered. That's why they called that guy in the Challenger. They called him a patriot on hate radio, which the Democrats don't think exists. On on hate AM FM radio with the four shows rotating every day and then repeated at night uh, on TV. Uh, the Democrats just don't take that seriously, but that's where that comes from. And they praised him as a hero. And that kid who shot shot the protesters, I forget his name because I wanted to. That 17-year-old, they took him out to, for drinks after that. He shot two people. He killed one. He killed two people? I don't remember. What, but he's a, they call him a patriot, see? They idolize killers. They idolize murderers. That's what a Republican Party has gone. And for them to put the, this insanity, it's just no sentient, reasonable, thinking human being would ever think of putting that wording into a bill. Yes, run over protesters. Yes, go ahead and do that. We got your back. When they did it, he signed it into law. He couldn't wait to get his signature on that because DeSantis is a depraved, chinless little boy who wants his orange daddy, who wants to lick his orange daddy's taint. Well, you know something, uh, moron? It's almost over now. You're going to take a nice little vacation after you sign all of these detrimental bills into law. And, uh, and then you can take a break or go fly down to Mar-a-Lago. Oh, no, he's not there. He's in Jersey. Now you can fly up to Jersey and uh, massage Don's feet. Uh, you can uh, just uh, kiss and lick his taint. But he did the next best thing. I mean, just to, to be a world champion, bona fide, world-class ass kisser. When he signed uh, the anti-voting law, which it means that he doesn't want blacks to vote, but that means nobody else either, including his constituency in the villages. He didn't sign that into law in Tallahassee. No, he had to fly down to Mirilago, where his uh, orange anus isn't there. He's in Jersey, but... He didn't care. He, he was, uh, I don't know exactly where, but he was nearby uh, the Mar-a-Lago. And uh, that's where he, he staged his proud signing of the anti-voting bill. The anti-voting bill that he signed because <laughs> it's a statement saying that in 20 years, last year's election was the first flawless and smooth and effortless election we've had in this state and we just can't have that anymore now, now can we? So, just to cause confusion, and in his warped white nationalist mind, he thinks that he's going to keep all of the Republicans in office forever. And he's thinking, in his warped little Nazi mind, next step for me is the presidency. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I love Don Trump so much, I'm signing it right here in front of the Mar-a-Lago estate or country club or whatever it is. This will show Mr. Trump how much I love him. Do you love me, Don? I love you, Don. I'm all about you, Don. And that's why I'm doing this right here, right outside of Mar-a-Lago, because I love you, Don. 
I'm going to have an erection with my chin. I love you so much, Don. There he was, smugly signing it. And he's talking about deplatforming political candidates. He, during the signing, he deplatformed CNN, MSNBC, local news channels. The only media service allowed to cover this was, of course, Fox State News. Yeah, that's the hypocrite who wants to tell Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, uh, you name the platform. He's going to he's going to dictate an order to all of you out there that uh, you cannot deplatform political candidates. Little Ron DeSantis, he's going to make that dictum clear to all of you because he is the king of the I'm sorry, governor of Florida. And that means he has no power to do any of that. Oh, one other thing I left out about this little scumbag. There was another bill it did not pass. Surprisingly, it didn't pass. Declaring Democrats, all Democrats, socialists. (laughs) That that, that really didn't make it out of committee. But yeah, there was a bill that said that. So he wants to, let's see. Let's start the list here. He wants to get rid of, number one, voters. Uh, He wants to get rid of Democrats. Uh, He wants to get rid of social media platforms, except the ones he approves of. He wants to get rid of national news agencies, except the one he approves of. Who the fuck does he think he is? He really thinks he's the king of the world. This chinless piece of shit. In his crumpled suit. He he wears crumpled suits. (laughs) God... We're insane, demented, sadistic, and sick with our leadership here. Thanks in no short order to the villages. White power! There you go, white power! (laughs) More on them later. But in addition to that, more bad things uh, happened this week. One, and, and this is the thing, he has no jurisdiction over any of this. He signed a bill banning vaccine passports because, you know, any anything that's good, he doesn't want to happen. Uh, a vaccine passport would be great uh, if you were traveling, if you, if you were if you could. Hey, if you could afford red hats, if you can afford to get out of your backyard, if you can afford to go to the next county, if you can afford enough gas to travel anywhere, red hats. And those who do, for some reason, have the ability to fly these mouth-breathing Trumpers who who are pissing in the planes and they're getting kicked off of the planes because they're peeing and pooping on the planes. Going to get Samuel L. Jackson on your ass. That's what's going on now. They're out of control. They think they're above the law, right? I am above the law! Yeah, that's what they think they are now because the Trump was above the law for so many years. And... Merrick Garland's moving at such a snail's pace, uh, he's still above the law. The the other thing, uh, Letitia Jones, New York State Attorney, what are you doing? I mean, you, you've got all his tax returns, you've got everything you need, all the evidence is right there. Are you really being distracted by uh, Cuomo playing grab ass? Is, is that what it is? Which he really didn't do. You know what I think's happening up in New York? Uh... She said she was going to investigate Cuomo for all of these accusations of making women uh, uncomfortable. You know, you know, by kissing their hand. Uh, and, and they're probably, because they have to build a case or, or whatever, they're investigating, they have to look for laws on the books that say <laughs> it's against the law to kiss somebody's hand. <laughs> I want to kiss your hand. <laughs> That was the worst violation he did. He he kissed a and then he kissed a woman on her forehead. She's taking it very personally, Tom. She's taking it very personally. (laughs) So is that a distraction for you, Attorney General? Because that's exactly what they want. What's taking so long up there? I know uh, Merrick Garland just got fastened in, but uh, a little too slow here. Got to move. I know you're going after Giuliani. Thank you for that. Please get rid of that disgusting slime. Oh, he took down Gotti. He did it for the cameras. He was a sick weirdo long before he was mayor. <clears throat> Maybe he did some good things as mayor. He did clean up the city a little bit. Then again, he took the fun stuff away. 
And uh, after 9-11, he walked down the street. Yeah. He's a great mayor. He walked down the street. America's mayor, yeah. That didn't last long. He's got to go, because he went from fighting crime to being crime. John Gotti was a pica compared to what this guy's doing. John Gotti wouldn't have sold out his country. I'll say you could say anything you want to do uh, to about the Italian mob. They wouldn't sell out their country. They'll sell you out. They'll send you up the river. They'll put you down the bottom of Biscayne Bay or the Hudson River, whatever it is. But they won't sell out their country. They're pretty patriotic. During World War II, the Fed struck a deal with the mafia families to protect the ports of New York and New Jersey. And they agreed. They said, we'll uh, lay off of you if you uh, apply your talents <laughs> to guarding our ports. And they did. They did a great job of it. They must have enjoyed it a lot because uh, it hasn't been talked about too much. And because it was the mafia. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of Nazi spy bodies floating around the Hudson. And they did a, a really good job of, of protecting our ports. And then, of course, uh, the feds broke their part of the agreement and uh, had him deported. But you got to give him credit for that. Not this whore with the uh, shoe polish dripping down his face. Enough jokes have been made about that. But really, I mean, just just get rid of him. There's, there's so many people I'd like to see just disappear. And one of them goes by the name of Jenner. And I'm going to get to that. But I'm not done with death sentence yet, what he's done. Because there was another thing. In addition to everything, it's just evil, mean, sadistic legislation. And the Democratic legislators are powerless. They're not in a happy work environment. There's not a damn thing they could do. And the Republicans be like, we can do it because we can that's right, they can, because they have the entire media at their disposal, and we have nothing. But don't confuse Democrats with When you say media, they all fall down. Now here's the most insane thing. Well, they're all insane. But figure this one out. Death sentence. So Mr. Authoritarian, Mr. Short Arm Notion, uh, I kiss Trump's ass, death sentence. Well, it didn't get signed yet. But uh, SB 7072... <laughs> prohibits and fines social media websites for deplatforming political candidates. Uh, you mean the ones out in uh, California? You mean the ones in New York? The, the ones in China? The, the ones in... Uh, they're all over the world. The ones in England? ones in Russia? Are you going to do this? Little you? Little death sentence? Little Ron death sentence? You're going to tell these people what to do? You're just Governor Florida. Not the world. You maniac. Asshole! This show's online. I'm going to deplatform you here. Yeah, I don't know if you wear platform shoes. Maybe you do. But I'm deplatforming you. You QAnon moron. You Trump taint licker. What an asshole. You have no jurisdiction outside of this state. Cocks hoist, you fat bastard. You little grit. And all your grit little followers, your little hillbilly inbred followers. I'm so sick of you. And there's nothing we can do. You know something? If you go out to protest, if you're not killed, but the cops can bust you for protesting on a felony charge, which takes away your voting rights. Yes, in this state. They're really boxing you in and you don't even realize it. But the fun part is this. Here's the fun part. Here's a little bit of sweet revenge. The people who are really going to sell outside of the black community, which this is all about, really. But the fringe victims of this HB1 bill are the elder. And I said this last week, the elderly people in the villages, in the villages, the old fart, you can't walk. The old fart, you mail in their valet. Not going to be able to do that no more. And drop boxes are going to be minimized and office hours only. Want to mail in your vote? Got to get it notarized with a signed affidavit. Everybody who touches it does. Oh, you're not going to like that, old geezers. You stupid old farts up in the villages. Thank you for that. You'll thank yourself. Yeah, you keep voting Republican. And pretty soon, white people's rights will be taken away. It's just, there's, there's no, it's a bottomless pit. Just like their orange satanic leader jim jones i mean don trump man that whole party it's like 
they're just tribal zombies now. It's really not. You know, I, I call out Republicans. They're not. This is a totally different party. They're going to have to rename it because it has nothing to do with old school, fiscally conservative Republicans. No, these are just maniacs. These are just out of their mind, crazy fuckers. Just crazy motherfuckers. It's just like, if you don't subscribe to the lie that uh, you didn't lose the election six fucking months ago, if you don't believe that, and uh, and they're still saying uh, COVID's a Democrat hoax. Those people are assholes, and you can tell them I said so. They all belong in an insane asylum, and lucky for them, the president who they wouldn't vote for now, Ronald Reagan, lucky for them, in the 80s, he shut down all of the federally subsidized insane asylums because he knew back then they were going to have to get new uh, candidates to run as Republicans, so there was nowhere to lock them up. It's perfect. The strange, zoided-out weirdos that you used to see with the end of the world is near uh, signs on the street corner, the weird beards out there, um, they're now Republican candidates. They shaved and put on a suit. These are the insane, sycophantic lemmings that followed Jim Jones. And it's an enti- it permeated the entire part of me for them to excoriate, just to get rid of Liz Cheney. Boy, they're fickled lovers, aren't they? Because they used to love Dick Cheney. I mean, and I know they love Dick. They'll never admit it. And that's why they hate gays. Because deep down, that's what they want. Republicans, they dream of having a cock in their mouth, but it's something that they hate themselves for thinking about. Isn't it? No, that didn't get on the air. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, that, we have something that rhymes with Jenner that can't walk in women's pumps if you held a Uzi up its ass. Uh, And I said it because this thing is one of these insane creatures that belongs in an insane asylum, this Jenner. And I am so really angry because I never wanted to talk about that bastard again. And I'm not going to gender ID this son of a bitch. He doesn't deserve it. The way he comes after the gay community. And just this weekend, he said trans youth doesn't belong in sports. You hypocritical motherfucker, you. Bruce Jenner is nothing more than a part-time cross-dressing at leisure. Oh, oh, well, she had the operation. You don't know that. And you know something? I'll bet that son of a bitch is still swinging pipe. How are you? What are you going to do? Check? No one can check. No one can know. That's PR, baby. That's what he pays his agents to do. That's what he pays his public relations firm to do. That's how the business works. And this, 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 Evil prick has endorsed every anti-gay, fascist, right-wing legislation that ever went went up in California, like Prop 8, the anti-gay marriage law. That was back in 2008. But for years, he's been contributing millions and millions of dollars against gay rights. So this is all for show. This is a reality show ploy. To get you to buy his uh, merchandise and watch his show, which was canceled, by the way, really quick. Because no one wants to watch an awkward old geezer limping around in pumps like he, like he just had a knee operation. Uh, please, if you're going to do that, at least wear flats, you moron. Moron! And when, when he talks, he says, my mouth quivers. Oh, this douchebag, this this no good. And you know, the press is like, the media is going to go, Cardassians, we it's glamour it's glitz it's glitz and glamour nothing about what this bastard has done to the gay community and what he's planning to do he's not going to win he doesn't have a snowball's chance but here's what's going on out in california the there's and it's it's happening there's going to be a vote to recall gavin newsom uh and gavin newsom that's a real governor who has 60 percent approval in his state uh, well, I'll take him any day. Besides, Gavin Newsom is so much prettier than Jenner. <laughs> oh, God. With 
Jenner with the eye falling down. I can't put the lipstick on. It's like, it's all over my mouth. I don't know. My hand shakes. So with this uh, recall approved, they're going to vote and do a repeat. I think it was 2003. Uh, what was the governor? Gray Davis, which was, uh, if you remember, Enron. Enron was involved with that. They, they, they shut down... Uh, grids, power grids, to make Gray Davis look like a very bad governor. It wasn't him. It was Enron. Remember Enron? How they doing? Uh, it's another Republican thing. So they wanted to recall Gray. They recalled Gray Davis, and they replaced him with Arnold Schwarzenegger, a movie star. A movie star. <laughs> How'd that work out? It was a disaster. It took two Democratic administrations to get that state solvent again. And they, they did. They got, they got a surplus there. And you don't have to take my word for it because you know who else says it was a disaster? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was a disaster. Yeah. He, he admitted it himself. He was a lousy governor. He's tried to make up for it ever since. Be a Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, too late, Arnie. I can't watch his movies no more. No, no not after that. Actors, Hollywood people, stay the hell out of politics, please. Hi, this is Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger with another California report. My budget this year includes more money to help sex offenders victimize innocent Californians. Now, I'm a huge fan of convicted sex offenders. In fact, when I was growing up back in Austria, I attended trade school where they taught me how to be a sexual predator. That was the most amazing experience for me. And something I'm very excited about is legislation I signed to expand date rape drugs and the use of pornography by adding money and reducing the obstacles to their creation. And this week, I signed more legislation to ensure sex offenders pursue their own dreams and succeed. Thank you for listening. Okay! You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Uh, am I done with Jenner yet? No, there's more to come, but... And I think this show, that was that was enough. I mean, what else can you say right now? First of all, it's <laughs> it's not going to happen. And second, we were going to, well, I've got my hands filled with this uh, moron uh, death sentence. Moron. And he's inarticulate as, as, as his uh, false idol. <laughs> because when uh, making a statement about the, this bill that bans va- vaccine passports, and uh, it's going to suspend local orders to uh, anything related to COVID. In other words, die. Die. And that's what I say to you Trump supporters out there, you anti-vaxxers. Just die, please. Die already. I ain't going to take no vaccine. You don't know what's in it. Just die. Give us all a break, please. Get COVID and die. Like so many of you who already have, who thought it was a Democrat hoax. He's an inarticulate boob like his uh, orange fat daddy, whose uh, taint he likes to lick. Because this is a direct quote. Listen how he talks. I think folks that are saying they need to be policing people at this point, if you're saying that you really are saying you don't believe... (laughs) This is how he talks. Oh, when you talk about uh, fitting in a Trump mold, he fits right in. I I can't even get through this statement. I think folks that are saying they need to be policing people at this point, if you're saying that you really are saying you don't believe in the vaccine's data science. (laughs) Unquote. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's our governor. The governor who says if you buy an electric car, you're out of luck because uh, we will not have, other than private property, we will not have charging stations along our highway, which kind of makes me giggle when I see all the uh, electric car advertisements on TV. Yeah, go ahead. If you got a garage, you can have one. Uh, Don't don't expect to go too far because uh, you won't be able to charge it once you're uh, what's the range? 300 miles away from home? Yeah, you're screwed. In Florida. Unless you know somebody up there, you can plug it in. 
And from what I'm told, the new Teslas are 45-minute recharge. That's pretty good. That's really not bad. For a full charge in 45 minutes, uh, and they have a range of 300, which is what I'm told. I don't know if that's true or not, but evidently those are pretty damn good cars. And I, I'm seeing a lot of these, uh, the $30,000 ones. I'm seeing a lot of them on the road. Boy, are they going to be disappointed when they find out there will not be charging stations anywhere along the Florida highways. And who do we have to thank for that? Not just DeSantis, but the brain-dead old farts. Am I being ageist? Yes, I am. They have built a red wall there, and it will never see Democrats in office again in this state. And speaking of that, <laughs> who's running again? This time as a Democrat, Charlie Jesus Christ. Charlie Christ. Again. Okay. But you know something? It, it, as bad a governor as he was, he'd be in a proven a hundred times over, over this uh, Trump taint licking, uh, lick spittle, uh, short armed squat of a, of a chinless douchebag. Over him? Yeah, I'd vote for Charlie Crist, who, by the way, is <clears throat> he did get married to his beard, unlike Matt Gates. Don't remember. Charlie Crist, he, he was a Republican his entire political career. Unless it was convenient, nah, then he, he became a Democrat. Okay, or whatever. He's got issues. He's got skeletons in the closet. Only because he won't come out. It's been established for years that the man is gay, but he won't come out. Instead, he married a beard. Some rich Palm Beach socialite lady who probably doesn't uh, sleep in the same room. But yeah, he's running for governor again. Uh, 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 okay. But if Val Demings is running, she's got my vote over him. But eh, we got that red wall in the villages that don't like any color that's darker than vanilla. Up with the limpest wrists, why that's Charlie. Charlie, some say Christ, but it's really Christ, and he's Charlie. Charlie, say it ain't so that he's gay. Charlie, that's the Republican way. Charlie, who's that floating across the room, but not gay now? Charlie. It's Boca Brit Summers, from Florida to you. Well, don't you know? That's the sound of the men in Jake and Charlie's game. Daisy Chain. That's the sound of the men in Jake and Charlie's game. Chain. You thought that homely Mark Foley was stray. What a surprise. He's not the only Republican phony who likes guys. In time you'll find Christ is gay. The moral party swings both ways. That's the sound of the men in Jake and Charlie's gay. Daisy Chain. That's the sound of the men in Jake and Charlie's gay. Chain. Yeah, Chain Gang Charlie, that's what we used to call him here. But <laughs> well, that was back when he was uh, Attorney General. <laughs> but... I'll take them. I'll take them over a death sentence any day. You know the old saying, you have to settle for what you can get? Okay, I'll settle for Charlie Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for part two of this show, because uh, I'm going to be filling in the gaps that I left out last weekend. Give me a break. I mean, it's a half-hour segment. I had two hours worth of music to go through. Uh, and, and there's a lot of things I'm going to forget this week, but uh, the ones I made note of will be uh, coming up in the next half hour. Everybody tuned in, parked under the tower. I want to thank you for <laughs> staying with me. Uh, you can join us on the second half. Just go online. And, oh, I should uh, tell you a programming note. There's going to be 
a uh, another schedule shakeup at the station, and I don't know what it is, but when it happens, I'll pass that information along to you. So I'll see you all again here next week on of this show brought to you by the cassette tape go ahead find that dusty old box in the attic pull out your tape of poisons look what the cat dragged in and enjoy and now much more of brit summers radio wonderful here's when i left out last week and it's not to be overlooked ray charles one mint julep How can I have forgotten about this one? Ray Charles was alive today and wanted to produce a song like this, I'm certain the label would argue with him. <laughs> the corporate label would say something like, A full orchestra? Are you serious, Ray? And we gotta pay all these people. Look, how about this? We'll write you a check for $1,200. And with that, you could buy a really nice keyboard with 88 full-size keys and synthetic voices that sound just like an orchestra. We'll get one for you for $1,200. How's that sound, Ray? No? You don't want to do that? How about a nice laptop with all kinds of sound software? Huh? What do you say, Ray? That's probably what they would do now if if he wanted to make, make this song. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, you will not hear stuff, not not just this one, but any other instrumental hits, uh, because it's pointless, really. Where are you going to play? I don't know, Spotify? I don't know, YouTube? Uh, It it no longer exists a a dispensary for such things. Uh, They're all gone, and once they're gone... And this was Ray Charles. He didn't have to do instrumentals, but he chose to do this one. It's a merengue. Why? Because he was an artist. Who, who, who He wanted to explore all kinds of music. He did, he did a country album. I mean, I still don't understand why he did that, but he did. <laughs> the greatest R&B performers ever in the world. And he did a country album. All right, all right. But at least, at least he did it well. Along with Ray Charles, this production included the talents of Quincy Jones and Count Basie. You are listening to the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, and the Brit Summer Show.com, which is easy to use. All you have to do, when you log on to my website, you scroll down just a little bit, and you'll see this week's show, and you hit play. I mean, I, I've, I've heard it works. Every everybody who's listening to the show has no problem tuning it in. Yeah, and it, also, if you want to use the SoundCloud link, you just double click on it, takes you right into SoundCloud, and uh, you download it and play it back when you want. 
Uh, some people can't figure that out. I just, just want to make that clear to everybody out there that it's easy peasy to do. And it does work. I checked. I double checked. There's nothing wrong with it. So listen and enjoy. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the donate button on the, on the website. Because many of you have. And that puts a smile on this child's face. I thank you all profusely. And I am reinvesting it into the show. I am going to get some new equipment. There's nothing I can do about the uh, internet connection going to this dump. There's there absolutely nothing I can do. I'm at the mercy of AT&T, which is the only service available. You don't have choices here. That's what the Sherman antitrust laws were for that are no longer enforced. No, we have no choice. So I'm stuck here with dial-up Morse code. Uh, but as far as the quality of the program, it's starting to sound better. Well, that's because I'm doing new things. And since I'm going to be playing more music, wait a minute. Music. You're going to want that quality to be extra rich and creamy. But I want to take a moment to thank my underwriter of the show, who personally makes it his task to support the Brit Summer Show, Ernie. It's not for you. Yay! Thank you, Ernie. Always there for me and everybody else, too. Helping this show to just mosey along. Now, last week, I did a half hour of uh, instrumental hits that, uh, well, we don't have anymore. And in, in processing this, because I had two hours worth of music that I set aside, and I edited the best I could to, to squeeze it into a Reader's Digest version of a half-hour show... And, and uh, gratefully, the response was good. It makes me happy because my audience gets it. They understand. And uh, I think we all together feel a loss because there's no more instrumental hits. At, well, there's hit songs, but no more instrumental hits. Uh, some of them I just uh, overlooked. Uh, uh, just case in point, one of them I did not overlook was uh history of rock and roll whatever it was called by gary glitter that is the song that you you hear at sports events all the time hey no 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 because uh you know when you're a sports hall that's pretty much you can remember the lyrics hey Uh, (laughs) but what a lot of sports fans aren't aware of when they're sitting there in the bleachers going hey Uh, they don't know that gary glitter (laughs) <laughs> the one who wrote and produced that song in 1972 is a notorious pedophile now serving time. And, of course, nobody knew that back in 72. It was, it was a huge hit. But that's why, I, by voluntary omission, I just didn't want to play it. But I did get kind of close in one of the bits I did. you got to remember, I worked for an all-sports station, and it was sports all the time. And when Neil was on, the ratings were up. On the rest of the schedule, when it was sports, the ratings went way down. Now, I've played this many times before, and you've heard it already, but this was a parody of a Ray Charles song, and I incorporated the hey part. That came in handy because I used to do my own music. Let me tell you about one thing I know, and what I like about Sport Hall Radio. I want to talk about it, talk about it, wrap my life all around sport. Wrap my life around sport. Watching men play games and doing the wave That means more to me than getting laid I want to talk about it, talk about it Wrap my life all around sport Wrap my life around sport I'm afraid of women, they got breath And got a lot of cooties on their breath I'd rather watch men play with their balls And join them in the shower stalls But so tight, sweat so sweet I I'm afraid of women anyway Never really sure what to say 
But I can watch ESPN all night long Whacking off my tiny schlong Oh, but so tight, sweat so sweet I have a fetish for athlete feet I want to talk about it, talk about it Wrap my life all around, wrap my life all around Wrap my life all around sport Wrap my life around sport you're listening to the Brit Summer Show, and while I'm on the topic of comedy bits, which uh, segue into instrumentals, another one I left out last week was Hawaii Five O, which which was a monster hit for the Ventures. They didn't write it, but nevertheless, it was them. And uh, back on the Neil Rogers Show, I did a character called Mo Havada David, and every time I play a Mo bit, and I've got hours and hours and hours of Mo Howard David bits, uh, but uh, the audience, uh, I mean, outside of the local audience I have, <laughs> um, nationally and worldwide, they don't know what I'm doing a comedy bit about. Well, I'm going to have to do a very microscopic bio of what I did. Uh, he was a sports announcer. He got a morning show. Everybody hated him. He was a miserable son of a bitch, and his sidekick was Steve Goldstein, who I, I think is still doing a Panther announcing for the uh, Florida Panthers, and, and he had a, he has a terrible, and uh, we don't know how he got on the air. So uh, that added color to all of the mo bits. And when I did an impression of Mo Howard and David, I would go that's how he sounded when he talked. And this I did bits on him for years, long after he left the radio station. They took on a, a character of their own. But rather than the original, here's my version of Hawaii Five O. Ah, Hawaii at last. Now he can get a little peace and quiet over here. Ah, hiya, Mo. <laughs> what are you doing here in Honolulu? When I heard you were here, I flew right over and dressed up like Connie Stevens. Just for you. Well, yeah, you're forcing me to do this. Huh? Hey, how about a nice Hawaiian punch? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, don't ask, don't have, I don't want to go into it. Right, you know, One of these days, maybe I'll do, because and it's sad because some of those bits were classic, but uh, you have to explain each character and what happened and all this. Oh, maybe I'll do it because it'll kill good time. I don't know. Another one I overlooked was uh, from 1964. Get your chopsticks ready. Al Hurt and Java. This one broke the charts uh, again, 64, just to give you an idea what they were playing at the time. It wasn't just Beatles, it wasn't just Stones, you got this stuff too. And as a local aside, we had a children's show here uh, that aired in the afternoon. Uh, my late friend George Rodriguez used to really love this show, it was called uh, Jumpin' Jack's, uh, I don't know, it was uh, Jumpin' Jack O'Brien, I guess was the name of the show. And it was just like any other. They used to have kid shows where the, the host would be either a monster or dressed up silly, and they would in introduce cartoons and things. 
But uh, this was the theme song they used. Yeah, Al hurt. And it doesn't hurt to play this one after uh, leaving it out next week. I forgot. And there were there was a couple more. Like when I said, and I was wrong about this, I, I thought uh, all of the instrumental hits culminated uh, in the early 70s. Actually, I was a little off because uh, the very last instrumental hit, I guess you could say, before all went schmaltz, and this was the beginning of just schmaltz. Chuck Mangione. And I, and I, yeah, this one. Yeah. But don't go to sleep yet. Don't go to sleep because I'm not going to play much of it. But this was the beginning of the end. After this hit the charts. Uh, and by the way, this was in the middle of disco. And, and it also was on the charts at the same time uh, Wayward Son was on the charts. <laughs> yeah, here it is. This was the end, my friend. Uh, of uh, instrumental hits because everything after this was Kenny G, Schmaltz, Vanilla, just dentist office stuff. But I'd have to say, what really the very last instrumental hit that was on the charts, that was Funky from 1975, Average White Band. thinking what about cooling it gang up nope, nope doesn't qualify because uh, although it was primarily instrumental uh, they did sing and that's what I did not play and any long instrumental song that had singing in it, and I'm not talking about that Layla included which by the way the piano part at the end of Layla the one that you remember from Goodfellas uh, that was composed by Rita Coolidge I would play that, but it really wasn't an instrumental. That's the problem. I don't know if I'm correct about this. I don't remember. I think the average white band was out of Scotland. I don't think it was from here. But if memory serves, and I could be wrong, I think after Sonny and Cher split up, uh, I think Cher was dating the drummer of this band. Or, or married him for ten minutes and divorced him or something. I don't remember the whole thing. No. By the time you hear this show, uh, speaking of, uh, this is not an instrumental, but I I had to bring it up because uh, debuting on CNN this weekend, and I know by now you've already seen it, so actually this is just a rehash. There's an entire one-hour documentary on CNN regarding Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. (laughs) What you hear behind me is not a karaoke. Oh, God, no. What you hear behind me is the actual track for what's going on with, uh, <clears throat> they'll probably mention this in the documentary, that uh, he didn't want all of the funk bro- the Motown funk brothers in the snake pit to do this because he didn't want it to have the same old Motown sound, which is, uh, it, it's still a Motown sound no matter how you slice it. 
This was kind of like the last hit out of Motown because after, shortly after this, they moved to L.A. But this was out of Detroit in the Snake Pit at Hitsville. And what you're listening to now is the actual track. Chet Forrest on drums, Jack Ashford, Eddie Brown, and of course, the amazing James Jamerson on bass. James Jamerson, who the greatest bass player of all times. And you know who will say that he was the greatest bass player of all time? The greatest bass players of all time. They'll all agree. It was James Jamerson with the one finger pluck. He was magic on the bass. And on sax, Eli Fontaine. Uh, actually a jazz musician uh, because Marvin Gaye at the time he didn't want to have all of the Funk Brothers a half of them were there but the rest of them he recruited from jazz clubs around Detroit really made the, the song tasty I'm not going to go too deeply into it because you're going to see the whole documentary on it but these musicians were just it was just magical what they could do and like I said there's no doubt in my mind and we now have musicians just as good as these guys were, but you're not going to know it. And uh, my research has yielded something interesting. Uh, I found a female guitarist, a, a, a blues guitarist, and she's really good. She's really worth looking up. And uh, man, because we no longer have top four, we no longer have radio, we no longer have anything at our disposal outside of personally each taking the time to research something that you like to find that applies or whatever it is well i found somebody that's really worth the effort of digging up and her name is <laughs> and i'm not making it up her name is samantha fish spelled just like uh, a pagoda samantha fish and she's not only hot on guitar she's just plain hot and next year she'll be touring in Europe. So evidently uh, she's got a fan base somewhere. Where can you hear it? Uh, online. Got to search. Got to look. Depends on what platform you're on. But yeah, Samantha Fish. Check her out. And her guitar too. Will I play her stuff? Sure. I got to find something that's uh, going to work on the show. I got to do more research. But I will. She's good, Samantha Fish. <laughs> but here's the tune I'll be walking out on the show this week. And I saved this for last because I like it the best. Always did. Because I like Happy and Bouncy from 1958. Walking with Mr. Lee. You hear that? Well, I guess Mr. Lee's listening. <laughs> My Lee Allen. No, that wasn't a sound effect. That was an actual thunderclap right outside the studio. And for all I know, it might have been uh, Thunderclap Newman trying to get in on the act. No, this is this is Lee Allen, and if, if the name isn't familiar to you, he was solo sax player for a get get a load of this resume: Little Richard, Fats Domino, Lloyd Price, Huey Piano Smith, all the way up to 1982 when he was featured on a Stray Cats album with Brian Setzer. Uh, and then shortly after that, uh, he passed away. 62, he passed away. take this opportunity to uh, sign off here because I'm running out of time every time I do this. Thanks for tuning into the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, TheBritSummerShow.com, and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening and thank you for contributing. I hope you enjoyed this uh, second half of the hour where I wasn't ranting. I'll do more ranting next week. So until then, this is Brit Summer saying... You're getting it in my hair. Squirt, squirt. Squirt.